What's good, y'all? It's your girl Haley, aka Holly Hall. Let me introduce you to my friend. It's Melly. And you already know who it is. It's the coolest kid on the block, your girl Desani, and you are tuned in to Hot and Heavy, the podcast. So, what's good with y'all? How are y'all doing today? Pretty bad, but it's okay. You want to expand on that? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's just a bad day. I understand that happens. It's Tuesday. Yeah. So, we are recording on a Tuesday today. But, um,. My day was alright. Very regular day. A lot of classes, so. Yeah, and classes and everything. I think it's just a bad day slash bad week because we're coming off of Jiho. Even though I didn't do too much, uh, the vibes are just a little off. Right. Dasani, how was your day? Uh, my day was good. I had a really good day, so. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Okay, so this week we have a hot topic for you guys. And Melvin's going to explain what it is, and then we'll get into it. So, I was thinking, me and my friends were talking about it not too long ago, about the rap industry and its influence or impact on, I guess, our generation or even the younger generation. Is it negative? Was it positive? Because, you know, the stereotype is that a lot of songs that we listen to or that are played in the rap game, I guess, deals a lot about money, drugs, sex, or killing people, you know, or whatever. So even though that music like is good to, you know, like work out to or whatever, is is that in the long run having a good influence That's a great to question. our kids. Well, not to our kids, but you That's know what a I mean. Great question. I don't I think well personally I think music well, rap music and stuff like that has kind of the things that they talk about has been consistent for a while now so I think regardless if it's a negative or a positive impact it's kind of been the same like the music our parents listen to especially rap they talk about the same thing they talk about drugs and gangs and stuff like that so I think it depends on the person really and how they let the music kind of like affect them in a way. You hear that KRS-One? Huh? What? You don't know about that KRS-One? What? That's that old school, that's that 80s rap. Oh, I was gonna say, no, no, no I must no, not know about that. They used to talk about fighting for rights oh. and equal rights yeah. and stuff. Okay. You know, the, yeah. you know, old school rap, well, they used to like talk about like, and they used to be slower too, and they'd be like, and then, then, I used to, like, okay. It was slower, but they used to, they used to talk about more meaningful stuff. I will give you that. Um, I was going to say... At least rap. Well, we still have rappers nowadays to talk about meaningful stuff, like J. Cole. Yeah. They're definitely Wale. outnumbered by the okay. rah-rahs. It just depends on what Wale. you listen to. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I probably am the most rap lover in out of the three of us, like rah-rah-wise. Oh. I was gonna say, I think you and Melvin are pretty kind of equal because Melvin listens to some raw raw stuff too. But out of y'all, yeah, y'all I can't like stand Young I Boy though. I cannot He's stand. Holly loves Young Young. Yeah, Young Boy Twenty One. But I don't like raw raw rap. Yeah, raw, raw, rap. I was gonna say um, that that type of music. I don't know. Like, I mean, my personality is completely different than the music I listen to. So, like, I can't say like for majority of the generation it really takes you know an effect on them just because i mean it's 
music. A lot of people use music as an outlet for different things. My outlet is different than someone else's. So, like, I think a lot of things with this generation, we, it seems like we take it all in and it influences us, which it does because we are in a very big influencer time period. But I also feel like there's a lot of things that we don't take into our lives. Yeah, I was going to say, sorry, I got you off. I was going to say, kind of like going off of what you said, I feel like the influencer world influences us more than like music does, in a sense. Like following people on like social media or like different celebrities, YouTubers, their lifestyle influences a little bit more than I feel like what people talk about like in their music. Like a lot of people are like doing like YouTube and stuff because they feel like, okay, this person did it. Let me try to hustle like that personally i see that and i do agree like, like with the influence like you know you see youtubers that you grew up watching you want to be like them yeah but i think that's the same with rap though because you know you see people like mm-hmm. even on campus that are you know starting their own rap and they mm-hmm. they yeah they go they're going after being a rapper yeah but i'm saying like i don't feel like because they're listening to like oh like oh this shootout da, 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 da. like oh i'm gonna do that like it's more i feel like it's more of like okay, I like rap or I like singing or whatever, whatever. I'm going to go after my dream of doing that like this person, not following what they actually say in their music. I also think it has a lot to do with their community. True. Where they grew up in. Yeah, Yeah. like, I mean, for me, um, my, let's see, where I grew up was very diverse-ish. Not really, but still kind of. And so um, because of that, you would see, you'd be surprised at some of the different types of individuals who listen to the music that, you know, a lot of other people listen to. Like, a lot of people used to listen to rap, whether you're white, black, Asian, whatever. Like, that music doesn't really have an influence on their lives, but they just like the music. Like, yeah. You know, so it's like, I can't really say whether, I've never really met anyone who I feel like, oh, your music that you listen to really influence your path now there's a couple yeah but i think like, it's like you know, not i feel lot. like it's more so artist based like you you see what i'm saying like i feel like people i feel like people are mock or try to be like the people that they listen to in yeah it's not like what they talk about in their music like if someone likes dirk for example it's like they kind of like want to mock the lifestyle that dirk lives oh to pick- that luxurious well okay so to piggyback off of that we can kind of come back to the music influence if you have anything Mm -hmm. else to say about that but um okay they like to adapt to the that lifestyle right of the artist so when it comes to the relationships and what type of women they might go after or the men that some women go after do you feel like that has an influence on it because i think so 100 percent i probably said that really confusing yeah but basically What I'm saying is, you know, with Instagram, everything, IG models, the, you know, typical girl that's with the rapper. Do you feel like that influences a lot of people's view on relationships and what they want? Mm. Like the person that they want or the type of relationship that they want? Either. I don't think, well, I think it definitely influences the type of relationship that they want because, like, you know, social media has idealized. 
a certain kind of relationship like like I need a person yeah like you know I gotta get whatever I want we we a YouTube couple making money boom 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 popping out babies at 22 no ring on my finger I'm living my best life driving around a Lamborghini I (laughs) I think I don't think that's I don't think every guy looks up to their rap. Not not looks up, but like wants to model that. Like one of my favorite rappers is Drake. Mm-hmm. He's single. He has a kid. He's single, I believe. We don't no, really know Drake. with him. My thing, I think he not popped out though. Like he not posting his wife. I think or girls follow that relationship kind of like yeah ideal more than guys do. In that regard, yeah. I think girls kind well, of like go after that a little bit more than guys do. Like, do you feel like the expectation of the generation, what we expect out of relationships, is higher than what they used to expect back then? I think when we talk relationships, though, in that sense, like, we're not even talking, like, celebrities anymore. Like, I'm talking celebrities, like, artists and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I think YouTubers or, like, influencers, social media influencers, really Mm -hmm. set the tone for, like, relationships and the smaller kind of like relationships that made it somewhere because of YouTube. Like when we talk about Jada and Lil Baby, for example, that's a couple that everyone knows, but Jada was an Instagram model, famous on Instagram before Lil Baby. Lil Baby? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. With who? Jada. Jada. You probably know. You know, you've seen her, but especially in Atlanta, like when I was in middle school and like early high school, there was a huge clique of Atlanta girls who were really big on Instagram. So that was Jada, that was Diara, a whole lot of them. I would name them, but there's no point because y'all probably don't know all of them. But Jada was big before she got with Lil Baby. She had her own hair company. She's a cheerleader, really big on Instagram. And then I'm pretty sure they were dating and he was in jail. And then she told him to like start doing rap or whatever. So I feel like when it comes to that kind of group of like rappers and stuff, like yeah, people look up to their relationship. But a lot of time, I feel like it's like YouTubers and stuff. Yeah. So, like Darren Ken. So my question to you guys is, I'm so sorry for shaking mm-hmm. the table. I'm always shaking the table, y'all, every single time. But um, what's your ideal healthy relationship? What does that look like? Um. <laughs> Ideal healthy relationship. I guess we can. I just name a characteristic. Just good communication from both parts. That's something that you need for a healthy mm-hmm. relationship. There's a lot you need for a healthy relationship. I feel, mm-hmm. but I feel like good communication is one of those things. Okay, kind of throwing out a lot of questions, but okay. do you think keeping your relationship off social media gives you a bit better chance of being successful? No. Nah, I mean, unless you, I mean, don't post, oh, we just got into an argument today, like, okay, obviously that stuff, like, you're dragging it. That's and that's with anything, like, friendship, relationship, sibling fights, whatever. You not, don't post that. But I feel like posting them, like, on your story or posting pictures, if you want, if you want your whole page to be of you and your significant other, then, okay, who cares? That doesn't mean that y'all know what we got going on behind closed doors. I feel like... They're pros and cons to it. Okay. Um, when it comes to posting um, your partner in a, on social media, what are the well, if you don't, my, my fault, if you don't post your partner on social media, okay. in a way you can avoid some 
issues or whatever. What are the um, issues that you can avoid? People being in your business. But how does that make people in your business? Because they're always asking, huh, let's go with this person. Okay. Let's if, go with that person. If Holly never posted John Cena, I knew Holly. Well, but that's different. Her. Y'all are close. You're saying like close. outside yes. people outside. Because like people are always going to chat. Yes, okay. of course. Do you mm-hmm. feel like... Well, that, I don't really know what I was about to ask. I was going to say, I like all the tea. I like to be in everybody's business. So for me, I like to know when people are in relationships and stuff. It makes it more exciting on yeah. social media. But, um, so what's the... Pro? Yeah. Um. So if you're in a relationship and you're posting your significant other, other people know that you're in a relationship. So yeah. it's it's a pro and a con at the same time. So like... It's just other perfect. guys know oh she's cuffed up oh he's cuffed up oh hmm. mm. they still might shoot but if your partner is really loyal you don't gotta you don't gotta worry about that yeah i feel like a lot of people use it as a safety net like just in case like let me not look embarrassed type of thing like they mm-hmm. don't want to post it but i also feel like there's a lot of successful relationships that like they keep their stuff on the DL. It's only on their close friends, and they mm-hmm. keep it off their regular page. And I yeah. wonder if that's for like job purposes or whatever. Like, who knows? I, especially, yeah. I know a big thing is like athletes. Do y'all feel like that's just like BS? Basically, like, can they really post their significant other? Because there's some athletes that do, like, really successful college athletes that are going somewhere, or like even the NFL. There's a lot of players. Or that was an example. I don't know about the NBA and other professional athletes but like some of them show their whole entire life in their personal life and then there's others that don't and i've heard that like some people say oh it's not good for the you know look or whatever whatever uh, i have i don't know i have nothing to say on that because i really don't know <laughs> i i don't know how that would affect their business for, okay. uh, yeah, yeah i've always wondered that like, like would it affect their I deals think- anything like that but why i think that's did, like why i think that's more so personal that they just so they're capping yeah i don't i want to say they're capping because that that would be my capping because because they're not showing their relationship yeah like are they really just like you know they don't want to be tied down well you know sometimes i mean this is that's just some that's just how they guess they want to put out their social media i mean some guys just have all their sports like pictures of like them playing you know so it's not like that they some I'm not gonna say all guys, but a lot of guys that I know really don't take social media that seriously. At least when it comes to posting. I can see that. So yeah. yeah. It's probably not even like a thing. Yeah, yeah they're not even probably thinking much so about girls, it. Yeah, so whereas girls we kinda like want our feet. Sorry. We kinda want our feet. Aesthetic. Like a way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotta post at a certain time. Right, like we care about that. We stuff. care about that stuff. Let's not play like certain people, especially guys, care about the whole like not texting back too quickly thing, though. That's one of those weird things, too. Like, I don't do that. Well, I I wouldn't say that's even a guy thing. But, sorry. No. Um, I just lost my train of thought. Uh, I think, I mean, in college, I've been, you know, if you're going to text, I'm going to text you back. I'm sorry. I'm going to text you back. I'm not Mm going to like. Like, let's just text back. Yeah. Right, so. I've never been the type of person, like, wait a couple minutes. I, I am. Is it just like a I am. OCD thing? You want to explain? No, it's just like, it depends. Actually, it depends. It depends on what we're talking about. Like, I don't know. And it also depends on the person. Like, 
it's just like uh well if they waited that long we'll wait that long too like i'm not about to see i don't know <laughs> it really depends like but i'm also not really a good texter so if i like someone i want to text them back kind of quick if it's someone else and it's just kind of whenever i get to it but if we maybe talking about something serious and you take forever to text back then i'm going to take a little minute to text back too that's a whole different discussion though is there such thing as a good text or a bad text yes absolutely yeah i'm a bad texter like 100% horrible texter i feel like good texters are people who like basically you can carry on that conversation face to face like the same conversation you would have with them face to face they are having with you through messages oh. like Dasani and I like we can have a conversation face to face like easy and cool but oh. I cannot text her that's oh I wouldn't say oh no I wouldn't say I wouldn't okay what am I talking about <laughs> that's not what I was thinking when I was think good text or bad text I think like if you're good texter like you just someone i don't know actually when i was thinking well, <laughs> because i can hold a conversation over text if i wanted to yeah I, well i guess when i was thinking good texter like someone who's gonna reply or like yeah that's what i think or too. reply like immediately yeah, like yeah, well i think that goes hand in hand is what i mean because i feel like if you're carrying on a conversation right like you're really mm -hmm. talking to somebody they're gonna text you back like oh my god but like sometimes me and a person will be carrying on a conversation and it's like I won't respond but it's not because I don't know how to respond it's just because like I'll forget or something yeah or like yeah like I'll just forget but like I can hold a conversation over text mm. but that was my definition of a good text or bad texter but I think I'm a bad texter because I don't respond I think that since we have FaceTime and all that stuff it kind of makes people bad textures because sometimes it's like okay i can just call you yeah instead like why am i like doing this back and forth waiting for you to respond thing i know i get very impatient when it comes to that like why am i waiting yeah so i just face time if we if we close like that but if we not then mm -hmm. i'm more of a texter i like to text why do you like to text that's not true this is true you face time i do face time but i prefer to text so why do you prefer to text uh it's simple it's it's easier like, at least only the time i i feel like i feel like the only time i call is when i don't get what you're talking about or I'm and that's confused. very often that's not okay we're not gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna do that here but if, if you're not making sense over text okay now i have to Melvin call you always confused you uh, like always literally confused. You're this is what we're doing you just always need an explanation yes because there's no logic behind what we're talking about no. here. <laughs> Not now. I need to call you. Okay. So. Okay. So reeling it back into like what we were talking about the first time. Um. So rappers and their influence. How can we kind of change it back to how it used to be? Because I know a big like subject in the rap game right now is the women are dominating, right? And so, since the women are dominating, it's a good thing and bad thing, I think, in my opinion. Because a lot of women rappers in the past didn't really get the recognition that they should have. And, but the flip side of that is that women are talking more about raunchier things than they used to back in the day. So, okay. Um, hmm. I don't. I really personally don't think it's really about changing 
anything just because I feel like music goes with the time and I feel like in our generation people like that stuff like the, they like the raw raw stuff so it's really no kind of no point changing it and just like when it comes to women rappers like we like listening to the raunchier stuff I guess so majority of the people who listen to rap I feel like likes what they hear so it's no point in kind of changing it two questions mm-hmm. um not even trying to be controversial here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when you say dominating the game, mm-hmm. who? I'm just saying in general, there's more female rappers selling or higher on the charts than a lot of male rappers. Like? Megan like, Stallion, Doja Cat, Nicki Minaj. Mulatto, all of them. A lot of, even the smaller ones. Like, um, yeah, like a lot of people so, who have a lot of singles that really blow up mm-hmm. too, they're getting a lot more recognition than they used to in the past. Oh, so like you're saying like and women I, rappers are getting more attention. Yeah, but I also, even with the women rappers, like I don't even necessarily think that they're raunchier. Unless we're talking about Megan Thee Stallion, of course, yeah. raunchy, Cardi B, raunchy. But a lot of the, even the smaller ones that we just named, Doja Cat, Rico Nasty, they're not raunchy music. Like, some of them actually be, like, saying some stuff. I'm well. not saying they're not saying anything, but it's way more vulgar than it used to be in the past. Like, I'm talking, I'm comparing it to, like, the Queen Latifah era. Yeah. Like what you were talking about. Katrina is raunchy. No, 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 I'm not talking about them. Because they, their influences are Little Kim Trina, all of them. That's that style. Mm-hmm. I'm talking what Melvin was saying. Queen Latifah is the what's that song? Her anthem. Um, I don't know who you're talking about. Actually, I don't know U-N-R-T-Y, who you're talking. Unity, yeah, Unity, all that stuff. Like that stuff where they were praising women and like bringing yeah. together black women, well, like that era. I mean, like, do we need more of that rap in mixing with all the raw raw stuff? Because Yes, our generation likes that stuff, but like, we always talk about like, what is it gonna be like when our kids mm-hmm. listen to music? Cause it's already kind of out there. So what is it gonna be like? So like, should we bring back those type of collaborations or those type of messages in our music to have both kind of circulating? Well, you know, with with Meg, and if you think of if you think of women. Rappers. Who are the first two names you think of? At least first three names. I think of Cardi B and Doja Cat. Right now, I mean, I but that's Cardi based on who you like. I like I Doja Cat. Well, I don't like. I don't. Like, Nash, so. I, don't ne- I don't like necessarily like any of them. Like really, mm-hmm. but like I guess just naturally this off of like generally like what I see off of social media or whatever. It's usually something from Megan or... Cardi. Yeah, yeah Cardi B. But I don't listen to them, so I'm not going to be like, oh, I guess Megan that's different. Cardi B. Like, I don't listen to them at all. Okay. Unless it comes on in a party, but I think Megan's music is kind of the same, so therefore I don't really listen to her. And Cardi, I like I, I like Cardi, but like I'm not like a... I listen to Cardi all the time. But I listen to Doja Cat, so... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Doja Cat because I listen to her frequently. I heard her I've project was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love her. She has good music. Yeah, but so at least specifically for Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, mm-hmm. the, their their lyrics mm-hmm. are very out there, you yes, know. Yes. And 
you got little girls listening to this, you know, trying to turn up or whatever mm-hmm. to Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion. Mm-hmm. Little girls not knowing exactly, like, really what they really talking about. What? No, I thought our assignment was due today. Oh. I was about to say, Don't give me a heart attack. Um, they talking about stuff that little girls really don't know what they're talking about or mm-hmm. really don't they really don't know what they're really saying and you know that's just now if you got something like Queen Latifah that's being produced you know like that old school music that's like R.E.S.B.C. you know whatever yeah, <laughs> yeah I know but, yeah but shout out to Aretha Franklin even when we were growing up though to me, like sometimes yeah. me and Hollow would be in the car and we'd be listening like, to like, "Why didn't know like, that's what it said?" Oh, they was talking about some crazy stuff back in. It was just now, they were singing it. Now I will say the radio versions are a joke now. They pretty much don't bleep out or there's no radio edits like there used to be. Like back in the day, some of the songs that I feel like I listened to and I'm like, "Oh, I had no idea it said that." It's because the radio version they used to have the radio edit that was completely different, or everything was a little bit more metaphoric. Bro, the radio edits now are terrible. No, I heard this one Roddy Rich song, and it was like, and I can, mm, 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 mm. I'm like, yo, they're not even listening to the same song anymore. Like this no, is a whole. Or what song? Um, uh, it's kind of old, but like Mo Bamba. What is that version? You know what I'm talking. About? Yeah, now that one's bad. <laughs> no, that one. That one like, is what bad. What is it even saying? That's not even no. a song. No, that's it's just not English at all. That's five clean words in that song. <laughs> no, seriously. So, <sighs> music right now, right now, Can like we talk about the TikTok music. Like, why is that stuff blowing up? Now that like, stuff bro. makes me kind of angry like, because it's just like. It really. <laughs> okay, we can't. You can't tell me that song. No, it bops though. It but like, if it wasn't for TikTok, that song would not. And in a way, that's a blessing or a curse. Like it's like okay, I feel like you find artists or you find people that you're like, oh, you know, like dang, like you can really sing or whatever, whatever. Then there's certain songs like that's that all. shouldn't blow up. Cause I know one guy from the, you know, the um. La Mama, Party Girl, that song. Mm-hmm. He's from my oh, hometown. Yeah. He went to a high school down the street. And so for like those kind of people, like the yeah. smaller people. But that song music, wasn't bad though. No, I know. I'm just saying yeah. like things like that. I feel Wait. like TikTok and platforms for that are really, really good. That's yeah. not Kushai's. That's someone else. No. But yeah, I know you should talk but, about But yeah, the but. Ones- Quilla Ray, I mean, she, you know, I'm not going to knock her hustle. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you seen. Her at Rolling Loud. Some growth, you know. Her fans were not bumping. No, but you know what? She's starting out. I'm gonna give her the benefit of the doubt. You know what I'm saying? She's she's using her avenue nowadays with social media and all the influencing stuff that's going on and all that. You you better take your door and run with it. Yeah, but her music is not it. I mean, I just hope. I mean, except for um, no more parties. No more parties. I was listening to. That's a good song. That's a good. I came up the other day. My playlist. I had to play it. Yeah. Nah, yeah, nah. TikTok has definitely made some songs blow up. Good and bad, though. Yeah. Some really bad that I'm like, what is is this? Because it becomes a trend. Like, literally two words out of your song is so good. And then it's like, oh, trend. And the rest of it is not it. I even feel like some artists are even making that song because they know TikTok going to blow it up. Oh, for sure. Like, half of the baby songs are not, well, I don't even like the baby anymore. He had, like, two 
decent projects back in the day. And morally, he's just not it. Yeah. That's a whole different discussion because he, he's done a lot of things. No, no he's past. done so many bad things. No. But, uh, what was right. I saying? I don't know. Oh, uh, you don't like his music? Like, he made this one song. That's like some SpongeBob beat. And of course, TikTok used it for whatever. And it got some plays. Either. And it's terrible. I it's bet. a terrible song. I bet it is. And the baby hasn't produced anything. <laughs> I feel I sound like I'm hating on the baby, but like Bobby used he, to think he looked like the baby. Let's yeah, talk he about used it. to like I did used to look like the baby. Actually. I can't even like describe what you used to do. Like a little pose or whatever. You know how the baby he, he yeah. had the uh, two fan two hands to the uh, eyes. Glocked. Yeah. Uh, you know. all the time. Freshman year moment. But Crazy. okay. So, to piggyback off of that and like all the like fame or whatever attention that these artists are getting from TikTok, the younger generation on TikTok, because this is something that really like blows me. Like, TikTok, I feel like should just really be for 14 and up. Or they should need a censor. Oh my God. Yeah, like it's so bad. Like, like how on YouTube, that- they have, well, they have YouTube kids now, but they also have like, I guess, like the parental controls where mm-hmm. you can kind of like block stuff they need more than parental controls on that algorithm they because it something. just spins and spins and spins because some of stuff that pops up on my page that's like humor to me you know i forget i'm almost 21 like yeah. you know like of course it's funny to me or of course i can relate to that and i think of my little cousins and i'm like wow like you're probably gonna be really exposed to that because like yeah when we were 12 you were, I feel like we were kind of like the guinea pigs for all the social media that's out mm-hmm. now. Snapchat, Instagram, all that. Mm-hmm. Like, we were just posting ugly pictures of ourselves and not caring. No, literally. And, and, do, and doing Uvu. to be honest, and right. Yeah, like, it was low-key. We thought know. we were doing something scandalous. It was real innocent compared to now. Only thing that was, like, kind of low-key crazy was, wasn't even was... Kick. Kick, yeah. Oh, yeah, kick. No, that used to get rowdy. But that was the only thing that we had at Ubu. Man. Yeah, Ubu. If oh, I got... Yeah, no, I used to always be on Ubu. If I got a rate eight on my Instagram comment or, you know, to be honest, you cool, chill, you funny. <laughs> we, we should link. talk more. <laughs> <laughs> it was always the same thing, but at least, you know, if I got it, like, oh, it made me feel good about myself, yeah. <laughs> Did they used to do um to be rude? Yes. I never. I'm not getting one. I'm not. No. I think I did one. I never understood that. Why would you like it? Yeah. I don't know. I want someone to to be rude rude to you. Let's talk about some of the stuff we used to do. I've never seen that. No, I I liked it one time and never again. I will never like it to be rude. To be rude. That's nice. Or like, (laughs) I never understood the purpose of just the rate. Give me a rate. Why? Like there's no we were young. We didn't. We didn't I mean, have logic behind what we did. I think it was because if, if it's a guy and they say doing rates, and he gave me a, uh, a BMS and it's like okay. Oh, yeah. was it my, my scale? I remember that. Broke my scale. Oh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. What did she say? <laughs> Beat my scale. <laughs> Hey, okay, I hear really wilding. Nah, yeah, cause beat my scale. Beat my scale. I, I'm really not trying to shine light on it. I didn't know where. Oh, stuff like that. That I'm. I am scared for our kids to get any type of anything. I'm gonna be that parent. No tablet. No tablet. Don't be that parent. 
What? Like, what? I'm scared. Like, at first I wasn't. Then TikTok came out. And just the amount of stuff, like, what? I see little kids doing well, and stuff. I'm like, I was doing the Beyonce. But, like, I wasn't doing nothing crazy. What is a Beyonce? The, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. I used to do that dance. And yeah. that, you know. That was cute. Y'all remember that time in TikTok? It was earlier this year. It was two trends. It was the bust it challenge, and then it was like yes. the small waist, pretty, you know. Kids or should not be seeing that. The silhouette one too. Right. Ooh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It's, it's you know, might be normal for us to see. I better not find my eight year old doing what? the silhouette challenge. What? First of all, what are you doing? You don't even know what you're doing. No, literally. <laughs> That's the stuff I'm talking about. Like, Certain stuff like that, we didn't really see that when we first got on social media. It was really just our middle oh, school yeah. friends. We used yeah. to find, you know, you always gonna find something on the internet. Yeah, because that stuff's just out there. But like right. social media wise, the silhouette challenge. We no. had Vine. Vine. Vine was they just funny, but it was funny online. content, yeah. like stuff that's relatable. And even if we didn't relate to it, it was funny. Yeah. Well, TikTok is relatable, but it's also it, there's For different adults. avenues. Yeah, because avenues. the videos are longer than like when we have Vine, you can do so much more on it. And then plus, you know, kids are curious. They could search up. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Kids are curious, and they can search up anything. Mm-hmm. And and it could be a simple thing as like like I know there's a really big niche um, or niche, however you pronounce it, of like gynos, mm-hmm. and you know teachers have their own niche or doctors yeah. have their own niche and it's kind of like okay not to say that it won't be bad for them to hear that information but it's like as i'm sure as a parent from that perspective it's like i wouldn't want my yeah. kid hearing that from a gyno that they're probably not gonna see for however many years especially on tiktok you like one thing once and it's on your for you page all the time mm-hmm. like literally and yeah, no. even just sad stuff like sometimes That's what I was like about. Sad you know always like online. kids don't always need to see certain things like you're not gonna understand and i'm not really i don't agree with the whole like shelter your kids from stuff because i wasn't really sheltered mm-hmm. um but my parents didn't out everything that there was to know in the world so i just feel like i like absolutely kind of found stuff that. on our own yeah that's what i mean so they're gonna find it on their own Oh, for like sure. How we found it on our own. I so think I that's guess. natural. But yeah. some of the stuff on that app. Some mm-hmm. of that stuff. Ooh. Like, I can only imagine. Yeah. I had something I was going to say and I forgot. So. Mm. Well, since we were talking about music, my good sis Summer Walker is dropping her album on yes. Friday. Who's excited? Uh, You're going to hear it all the time. If not it's good. Me. No, I hope it's just, just as, as good. good. Oh my god, that's than, all I listened to no, all freshman, freshman year. Everyone was playing that in their room. In that everywhere. Year, if only I knew. I was going through it. But that album. I've never gotten into Summer Walker. I can't wait. You should listen to it. Back. I feel like you would actually like it. Chauncey likes some of her songs. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that album was actually one of the only no, albums that I feel like I liked every so song. I love that whole album. There's so. no other artist that <laughs> I can think of. She's dropping the session 33, and I hope it's. Just as good as session thirty two because oh my god. Question. Yes. Wow. Summer Walker Sism. Oof. That's a really hard decision. I'm not answering that. Come on. No. I would say I'm just gonna give it this. I would go team SZA just because she's done a little bit more, right? And 
or a lot of her stuff, I have a little bit more of like memorable moments with it. Like, mm -hmm. since it was definitely all her songs come at the right time in my life, I feel like during certain periods, and so it's like, okay, I have a special connection with her music now. Summer Walker. I wasn't a huge Summer Walker fan before Over It. I never really listened to her. So mm -hmm. I can't, I'm not going to front and be like, oh, Summer Walker. Because that's really the only album that I listened to of hers or even single. I started looking into her music after that. And I think she's great. But we'll see after this second album. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really like both of them. But I feel like to kind of go off of what Holly said, for me, Summer Walker, there's a couple or well, way more songs that I kind of listen to I guess that like got me through a lot of stuff so yeah but I'm still not choosing SZA go crazy she yes. got she's beautiful a perfect mm -hmm. album that album no that her control that was perfect that's album. what I mean like I have a lot of connections but over it was a perfect album no it was too so, no, that's really hard like, that, that was probably one of the hardest good no, days no we talking about the two albums but I know but I'm just saying like overall yeah, right now I would go with SZA, but we'll see after Summer drops. So, yeah, I hope, I <laughs> we'll hope see. her new album is like that. I like, heard her one real. song with JT, people weren't a fan. No, I, I didn't, didn't even really go like my it. way to listen to it. It came on Pandora, and I almost skipped it off it, but I listened to it. Eh. So. I, might, I might give her a listen this weekend. Yeah, well, I think you should listen to Over It Yeah, first. I think you should listen to Over It first, and then listen to that. And then, you know, maybe on the next hop, we can compare the two or something. Mm. Especially if you listen to it. Yep. Maybe well, I will. All right, y'all. So to wrap up this first hot episode, we're gonna give you guys our hottest topic in our lives, which was Jiho. It just wrapped up mm -hmm. this past Sunday, mm -hmm. so we're gonna give you guys a little recap. And so we're gonna start with Dasani because she did the most. I she did do the most. Yeah. My Jiho was lit as no. <laughs> <laughs> she's gotta go off no, the no, wall no, my Jiho was really top tier definitely an amazing way to end my college years I guess yeah it was a great Jiho to end it it was great every single event I went to everything except for the gospel concert and of course the Peck Rally got cancelled but yeah I enjoyed every single thing I had a great time. I lost my voice. I don't know if you guys can kind of still hear that. Yes. But yeah. Jiho took my voice. It was the best. I feel like. Does it owe you anything? It owes me nothing <laughs> except for my voice, but not kidding. It owes me nothing. I had a great time. Fits was off. Fits every day, events every day. It was just. It was great, and I can't wait for Aggie Fest and to come back as an alum for Jiho. So yeah. That's great. I'm glad you had a good Gio. Um, my Gio was good for what I enjoyed, you know. Um, I don't want to do too much this year. But uh, I went to the step show, and that was cool. First time I went to the step show, because last year, obviously, it didn't happen. And then freshman year, I just wasn't too, I didn't know too much about it, so I just didn't go. Mm -hmm. um, but this year, it was cool. Everyone did their thing. Um but uh, it was definitely a cool experience, and I went to the game the day after, and I met J.R. Smith, and that was cool. I mean, he was so chill. He was, yeah. like, so chill. And, like, he was talking about how he doesn't like being known as a celebrity on campus. He doesn't be, like, a regular student. So I was kind of hesitant already to, like, go up to him or whatever. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just talked to him. I said, we, like, we with the paper for the school. You know, we just want to get a quick picture or whatever. And he was, like, he was cool about it. And so, yeah, that's cool. Um, 
Yeah, and he was there for the for majority of the game before we got washed. Yeah. And I think when we were starting to get washed, he dipped out, which <laughs> respectfully so, because everyone else left, and it started raining, so. Yeah, I think everyone left because it was raining. I saw on Twitter a lot of people were saying, like, oh, just because we're losing, don't leave. I saw Whatever, that. whatever. Yeah, no, but it was definitely the rain. People left because it was raining, not because we were losing. Like, yeah. they would have stayed if, well, I think they would have stayed. A little bit longer if it didn't start raining, but it started raining out of nowhere. It wasn't raining yeah. that hard, though. Well, okay. I'll talk about that in my recap. But yeah. basically, my GO was amazing. Um, I just really enjoyed the vibes of campus. It was actually way better than I thought um, mm -hmm. because I didn't know how this GO was going to go because it was kind of the first one back, but also not the first. It also wasn't regular mm -hmm. um, completely. But it, the vibes felt very good and regular. There weren't as many alumni in the student center um, like normal. Facts. Um, so that was a little different. Um, there still were a lot, of course. They still walk in there and view it like a museum. They are so in awe. And I love that. And they're matching shirts. Yes. And yeah. so that part was a little bit different because it just kind of felt like there were like just people in the student center. It didn't really feel like, oh, they're coming back and they're like here right now. Um mm -hmm. Um, I started Jiho off going to the skating rink for the first time in so long, and I had the time of my life. Mm -hmm. um, I brought in Jiho with Tasani and Mariah doing that, and it was the most amazing experience of yeah, my life. Really I had so much fun. And then, um, what else did I do? I couldn't go to the fashion show. I ended so up having true. to work. Um, I was so upset about that. But I heard that was amazing. All the videos looked amazing. I'm kind of really sad about it. Um, it was top tier, you guys. Yeah. That fashion, but the fashion show is always good. I think I said that in our last one. Mm -hmm. Like, it's always mm -hmm. a really fun time. Yeah. That fashion show was always lit. So. so, I hope I get to catch it next year because I definitely missed out. I was really sad and I bought my ticket and I never got to sell it. So, we're just not going to talk about it. The Step Show is my favorite event, um, like I told you guys previously. And they definitely exceeded my expectations every single group was amazing and yeah. it was super entertaining super fun and for me it's been one of my first times really being out in public really with a lot of people since getting vaccinated and all that so i've been to an amusement park and all of that but it was it was a lot of fun and then the game of course it was it was okay. It didn't really feel like a Jiho game, even though there were a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I don't know. The atmosphere wasn't as, I guess, lit, I guess. Or it was kind of boring. You was. know why? Why? Because we played Mama. I do <laughs> agree. They smacked to a us, extent. but. I do agree mama. to a certain extent because all the, the stands were full. I think, as mm -hmm. far as like the, what do you call that? The, not audience, because it's not a performance, but the whatever everyone who came to the game mm -hmm. the um, crowd. yes the crowd Th that interaction was fun we had the guy i wish i knew his name who has aggie pride all the time mm -hmm. runs up and down the stairs or whatever the bleachers and um of course we have our regular you know spirit and all of that so i feel like that part of it i keep making noise mm -hmm. that part of it was really great um, but it was just the game wasn't giving what it normally gives. Yeah. Everybody knows our team has been a little, you know, not mm -hmm. doing the best. So it made me kind of excited for basketball season because maybe we'll have a better time. But yeah, so that's my little recap of my Jiho. Yeah. All right, y'all, like I said, that ends our first hot episode. I hope you guys really enjoyed it. With that being said, it's your girl, Holly Hall. It's Melly. And it's the coolest kid on the block. And thank you so much for watching Hot and Heavy, the podcast. Peace out. Deuces.